Welcome back to Backstage with the Simple Church. My name is Evan Semenko. Scott Odom is still out on assignment, doing good in Juarez. But Jordan, you're here with me. Yeah. And we had a great talk continuing with Andy Bond. If you missed part one last week, go listen. You need to hear what Andy was saying last week. It sets it up great. And today is all about the Enneagram, Jordan. You're an Enneagram guy. You've learned. I like the Enneagram. Me too. It's really, it's very interesting. And maybe you've heard people talk about it. You've seen stuff online, but you've never really gone and researched it. We want you to start 2023 with no regrets. Start the year right. No regrets. Make your life better and improve by learning a little bit about yourself, the people you care about, and the Enneagram is a way to do that. So you're going to hear great stuff from Andy in this conversation like this. Threes to me are, are like sharks. Hmm. They feel like if they stop moving and they stop grinding, they're they, gonna they'll die. die. Because they can seem very dismissive, but they're not. It's just like a lot of threes, when you're in a conversation with them, it seems like they want to be somewhere else. And some of that is because they're future-oriented. Right. And even if that makes no sense to you, you don't know anything about the Enneagram, is the first time you've ever heard of it is today. We're going to walk you through it and help you to learn and grow with that tool. We hope it is helpful, and we don't want you to miss a single episode of Backstage with the Simple Church Podcast. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We'll be bringing you more good stuff to help you live with no regrets. And thanks for listening to today. Welcome back to this episode of Backstage with the Simple Church. We are part two with Andy Bond. Thanks for listening. If you haven't listened to last week, you'll definitely want to go back and start off with that. Andy is a counselor with Clint Davis Counseling here in town. Andy, thanks for coming back. Glad to be back. Man, I missed you guys. Oh, it's been a while. We've missed you. It's been a week. It's it's sad. It's crazy. But if you are listening to this, Andy introduced himself, went into all the stuff last week. We definitely want you to do. So we're going to jump right in because it's Enneagram talk today. Andy, you are an Enneagram. Is it coach? What is the correct title? Enneagram coach. Enneagram coach. So tell Tell us if somebody's listening, the first time ever they found this podcast, what is the Enneagram and what do you do to help people coach them about it? Okay. The Enneagram is a, uh, a personality test. That's it. And it is something that, like most things in life, uh, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. Um, it is a tool that has really helped me and helps people in my life, family, friends, clients, understand why certain things bother them or why they're more tolerant it's a um i think again uh, last week's episode um it, basically it's a potential conflict resolution tool hmm. you know and so it just you know some of the other personality tests that are out there um myers briggs is another popular one um they make you feel good about yourself hmm. uh the enneagram exposes you and and really it is it is a tool to help you grow but it can be difficult to listen and learn about yourself especially if you know you have a, a if you're in a relationship and you're you and your significant other or you, some group of friends are trying to figure things out um, listening to your type in front of other people and everyone else hysterically laughing because that's you so cliche and right you being like that's not me i don't, I don't do that <laughs> what? Like no, you do. So yeah. it's just it's just a wonderful tool to help relationships grow. Because I've heard pushback, right? If people are skeptical about it, and like it, it's like, well, there's nine types. You can't tell me there's eight billion people in the world, and we're all down the nine types. It's like mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that are pretty similar to you. And yes. you really it's kind of it, scary. It really honestly. is. It's like, oh, yeah, I do that. I do that. Mm, Somebody read my mail. I don't think mail. I do that. Yes. And, and then your friend's like, no, yeah, you do. I'm like. Okay. Yep. Yep. And so I've read a couple books about it. We've done a couple life groups. We've done seminars at the church. I really like it and want to help people like it's helped me. And one of the things, and I can't ever remember which one said what, but basically it's nine types of normal. Yep. That you see the world as your normal. You mm-hmm. assume everybody else is like you. And 
side note, they're not. They are <laughs> not. They are. And sometimes you find people like you mm-hmm. and you really gel and connect. You're like, well, everybody's like this, but sure. they're all different perspectives. They're all looking through their lens of the world of what they see and how they take things. And yes. the Enneagram for me personally has really helped just to be able to give that language, to be able to talk about, mm-hmm. okay, well, when I know this about your number, I can make some assumptions. They're not always right, 100%, yep. but there's a lot of things that that person would admit I was like like you said oh yeah that is me or oh yeah everybody yes. else knows this about me but I don't admit it yes. the self-awareness is a big thing that I think really helps and so that's why we want to spend a little bit of time today helping you listening if you are Enneagram skeptical you've maybe heard somebody talk about it again mm-hmm. I joke about like BuzzFeed quizzes and which office character are you and these things on the internet Myers-Briggs is the next yep. level of that it's definitely a legitimate one but mm-hmm. like you said it doesn't necessarily go into health and unhealth and the yes. negative sides of things we did one uh, there's the colors that North Point Church put out, yep. where there's different mm-hmm. personalities, and I remember taking the old uh, Class 301, yes. grew up as a Baptist kid of phlegmatic, sanguine, and these different things. Oh, yeah. So there's all a million ways to do this, but today, the Enneagram, we really do think is something helpful to you. We're in a series called No Regrets, and I think, honestly, if teenagers learn this, as your young adults learn this, if you're single, you learn this, mm-hmm. it is going to help you exponentially the rest of your life to be able to know this about yourself and the people that you work with, the people that you are in your family with, yes. it can help b- prevent some regrets maybe of blow-ups and conflict and be able to help you do that. So Enneagram, let's go through the kind of nine types. You know them off the top of your head. Can you yeah. spout those off? Sure. Hit them real quick. Let's give a yeah, quick yeah, we'll summary. Yeah, we'll hit them real quick. So the Enneagram is broken up into triads, all right? And so basically with nine types, there's three types within each triad. So we'll kind of start at the top, which is the, the gut triad. Um, that's types eight, nine and one and i heard some enneagram speakers say that they always start with eight because if you don't then the eight stop paying attention absolutely oh, right. yes that that and sevens of course they, <laughs> right because the, the reason sevens are always last is because they want them to have to anticipate we uh when we get to talking about their oh, type yeah. see this is enneagram jokes when you know the enneagram yes. these are funny yes oh it, they're everywhere <laughs> uh but type eight that's what uh myself and jordan both are i am outnumbered um, today yes yeah uh, you got a little bit of eight in you. It's I your can. line. Oh, it, it an can, unhealth. It can come out. Now, last we'll get into that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so type eight, well, we're called the challenger. Um, there's the, the few things like that really grind our gears are, you know, people not doing what they say they're going to do. Uh, and now when I share these, the ultimate goal of the Enneagram is for us to have the best of each type, right? It's, it's, it's not just to get in our, like Jordan and I to live in our eight box and, and not get out of there. But um, that uh, betrayal um, is one of the things that really grinds the gears of an eight. Um, we tend to get involved in situations that we don't need to get involved in. Uh, it's hard for us to bite our tongue. We kind of uh, shoot from the hip. Uh, and a lot of this, you know, as I give go over these types, like this also is affected by level of health, you mm-hmm. know, because obviously the healthier you are, no matter what type you are, you're going to have uh, well, healthier behavior. Yeah. And so as a, an unhealthy eight, I have had a lot of regrets about the way that I reacted to my wife, my kids, my friends, my coworkers. Uh, so yeah, Jordan eight. was not the lawn with that pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, yeah, type eight, um, they are the ones who typically have a smaller circle. Um, but man, they are, they are loyal and, 
Um, they will do anything for their friends that cannot stand injustice. So mm. that's type eight. Uh, type nine. So is, pause real quick because okay. I know somebody listening, they're already overwhelmed. That's a lot of stuff. So we're going to put links in the show notes. Yes. So I don't know if you have a favorite resource or website you link. The Enneagram Institute is one that I've used in different yes. stuff. They have really good descriptions. They give like pop culture examples yes. and different personalities of mm-hmm. the levels of health and all that. So I'm going to put a link to that. So if you're listening to this and you're already just like, this is too much. You want to go back and read it later. We'll put it in there. You're not going to yes. be able to cover everything in this 30 minute podcast for yes. sure. It's a lot, but we want to give you that overview. So yep. as you listen to these numbers, go look up some more, research some more, yes. check out the links in the show notes and we'll be able to help you to resource you with that. Yes. And just so I don't forget uh, any, pretty much anything by Ian Cron, yep. uh, Beatrice Chestnut, Suzanne Stabile, all wonderful teachers, all of them Christian. Um, so highly recommend them. Absolutely. Thank um, you. Yes. All right. So type nine, uh, they're known as the peacemaker. Type nines are, when unhealthy, some of the most difficult to be in relationships with because they come across as apathetic, um, like there's no sense of urgency. Uh, if you're friends with a type nine, they're the ones that when y'all are deciding where to go eat, they literally <laughs> say they don't care. Uh, they would actually prefer you not even ask. They just want to get in the car and go. Um, they are wonderful, wonderful um, people and the way that they contribute to relationships because they tend to to step back and see the best in everybody um what regardless of their level of health so that's the type nine uh, so type, i had an intern who was a nine okay and working with him was a six like ryan baker that you know shout mm-hmm. out to ryan and he literally never had an opinion about anything and sometimes that it was great because drives easy me to go nuts. <laughs> yes and but like jordan he's gonna tell you he's gonna have an opinion yes ryan is somebody we know that he would not and it was easy to work with and go along with until you needed him to get motivated and do something and uh-huh. then it was like pulling teeth and yes like, there's never that fire that urgency yep Again, so it's just funny of these, and once we're going through, if somebody you know, you picture somebody in your yes. head, you probably hear this, and you know somebody like that. Absolutely, yeah. And so to wrap up the uh, the gut triad, or it's also known as the anger triad, uh, it doesn't mean that they're angry people, but it just means that their anger uh, kind of controls them more than the other types. Uh, type one is known as the reformer now because perfectionist was offensive to oh. type one. So yeah, they got it. They fancied it All up. All right. But, uh, your type ones are, they are the ones that, um, you know, they operate, uh, especially in a low level of health in black and white thinking. Yep. Like they do not have any gray area in their way of thinking. They're rule followers. Uh, pretty much everyone who drives 60 miles per hour on the interstate <laughs> when the speed limit is 60 That's is a scientific a fact. One. Yeah, it's just Absolutely. It's proven. Absolutely. Yes. And, and so, you know, type ones are the ones that, you know, they actually take their, um, time to return the buggy to the buggy corral at a grocery store when most people do not because i'm just i'm not going to put it right on a car but like a type one uh will uh the buggy goes in the corral and that's the only place it goes so uh yeah they are sticklers for the rules big time rules followers yeah so in our office julie mitchell is a one and she writes pretty much all of our copy any emails any communication she's our proofreader yes and it's those things of you've probably known this about yourself when you start to put language on it you've done this your whole life yeah but you typically gravitate towards a job or a field or something that you use those gifts that it's a helpful thing yes she is the great proofreader she's not going to be the one that's going to be the crazy fun loud person on stage Mm -hmm. never wants the spotlight but she is great in that role and what she does and basically keeps our office running and we would all collapse 
laps without Julie. So yes. having that one, that perfectionist type, yes. keeping the rules going in that is a great spot, yes. spot and a great fit. We, we, we need it. Ones can be very rigid. You yeah. know, they're, again, they don't like when people break the rules and they, and they don't typically break the rules. I right. mean, they, they practice what they preach most of the time. Oh yeah. Uh, so on into the next triad, that's going to be the heart triad. Um, that's going to be numbers two, three, and four. Whoop, whoop. Yep. And so we got, got, got a two here with us today. Mm. Uh, twos are the, 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 the people pleaser, the, the servant. Um, they are the ones that, you know, if there's a list at the church or in whatever group you're in and there's like a sign-up list, typically your twos are going to be the ones wanting to serve. Um, they don't really have good boundaries. They're the ones who really overextend themselves. They love to serve people um, even though depending on how I know we don't have a whole lot of time but they can do it with the wrong motivation sometimes mm. um, but because I want people to help me back absolutely <laughs> yes they I, owe me yes and so with twos uh, my wife is a two um, and so she is just a treasure but you know she's one of those that you know if if she's at home and someone calls her and says hey can you make some brownies for the bake sale tomorrow uh, even though she may be in the middle of doing two or three other things she'll be like yep sure can and then she'll come in there and be like hey i got to go to the store i'm like why are you going to the store she said well i got to make brownies for tomorrow i'm like why she goes well so and so just called and asked if i'd make brownies i was like did you tell them that you're <laughs> taking care of three kids and you already have stuff going says on says the enneagram eight yeah, yeah. Yes, uh-huh. right like get some boundaries um <laughs> you know and, and twos are the, if you want to know if you have some two friends in your circle, even if you don't know anything about the Enneagram, whoever is in your phone book that you know you can call and ask them to do stuff that you don't want to do Help and they will move. say yes, uh-huh. they are there. That's them. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. So looking at my own life and as I've thought about this and reflected on it's funny, it's something that stood out. I remember very clearly in high school, we had a small group of guys and they did like uh, icebreaker questions. And so one of them was, would you rather be wanted or needed? Mm-hmm. And I was the only one out of the group of eight or ten guys that said I want to be needed. Yep. And like, you don't want people to want you? I was like, no, if they need me, I'm going to get them to like me. Yep. I will get them to want me around. Absolutely. And I can go and do something for them and do that. And as a 16-year-old, I didn't have the language. I know the Enneagram of that. Yeah. But my whole life, I can look back and see, okay, that completely resonates and yep. is very true. And I expect it of other people. In unhealth, yes. I expect them to, when I need those things, to call back in. Because I've done so much for everybody else, mm-hmm. call those favors in and do it. And it can be unhealthy oh, for sure. Yes. So. It can lead to a lot of disappointment. Absolute guilt trips. Yes. Yes. Oh, the passive aggressive, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> that, that rage cleaning that happens or, mm. you know, uh, you Sometimes know, oh, the worst. Because if you're married to two or in a relationship with the two, they're the ones that if you're like, hey, do you need help unloading the groceries? They're like, no, I got it. And then, so I'm like, okay, cool, you got it. I'm an eight, right? So I'm like, you got it. And then all of a sudden, you start putting them away and the canned goods start clanking a little bit louder. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. well, I asked you if you needed help. So uh, I digress. Jordan laughed on that. He's, yep. he's been there. Oh, well, uh, he said rage cleaning. I'm like, sometimes I make my wife mad, so she'll rage clean. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't just say kidding. that on yes, there. It's not really. Oh, dude, I'll kinda. stomp my muddy boots in the house just because. <laughs> just I'm like, man, eh, she needs to spill off some steam. Uh, so type, type three. Uh, is known as the achiever. They are the ones who um, they're really driven for success and and the accomplishments and the admiration of other people. Mm. You know, they find their value in um, their their Rolodex and they find their value in people um, acknowledging them. You know, a lot of and actually, you know, a lot of pastors are either threes, sevens, or eights. Mm. Um, and so threes, 
you know, they're always, you know, what's, what's next. They're all, they're, they're future oriented. Um, threes do not like talking about feelings. Uh, my, my middle child, my Avery, my 13 year old, she is a type three. And so the Enneagram has helped me because I realized she is not going to want to talk about her feelings. Threes are very competitive. You know, threes are the ones that, that flipped over the monopoly board when you were a kid <laughs> or, or don't like to lose. Um, type four. Oh, real quick on threes. Yep. I'll just keep telling stories of anecdotes. If we work with a guy in the office named Caleb, who's a three, and yep. he has a new business venture idea every week. Yes. He's going to go and do this, and he's going to open this, and he's going to have all these different things. Yes. And I could do that, or I could do that as well as they're doing it. Yep. I'm going to go learn this. And so yep. it just is funny because once you know this lens and you hear these things and you know yes. people like that, it's all these things pop up and you're like, yes. that is so true. Yes. And, and they are, again, threes to me are, are like sharks. They feel like if they stop moving and they stop grinding, they're going to die because they can seem very dismissive, but they're not. It's just like a lot of threes when you're in a conversation with them, it seems like they want to be somewhere else. And some of that is because they're future oriented. Right. Um, Type fours are known as the individualists. They are the ones that um, feel that they're they they march the beat of their own drum. Um, A lot of fours are artists. Um, they're musicians, um, and they they feel they're, they they are the the type on the enneagram that feels the deepest. Um, they they are really almost all of them are empaths, man. I mean, if you if you're in a relationship with a four, they they want to get you, um, and and they want to feel your pain almost to the point where it, it, fours are kind of like um, uh, I don't know. I guess how would I say it? They're they feel so big, like as far as their emotions, mm. um, but they they don't know how to process it because they feel so many of them. And they want to be unique, right? Yes, they want to be seen be as unique. individual. Yes. So Scott Odom, who's the co-host, not here today, he's in Juarez, is doing this podcast, but he is a four. Okay. And he doesn't want to go along with everybody else. If you show something like, hey, I got this funny video, yes. eight of us will watch it, but seven people laugh because Scott wants to be the person that found it and he didn't like it because everybody else did. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. They, they, they are in their own little world. They they really think they're special. And, and to Jesus, they are. <laughs> they are. Yes. But but there is that sense of that. Um, a lot of artists, right? A lot of artistic, you know, lot creative of artists, work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and they're treasures. But force can kind of be dark and ominous and, and not all subtype really matters too. But yeah. well, we, I don't Again, know. Again, the nuance that. of all that, yes. right. All right. And so we're on into the next triad, which is probably one of my favorites, uh, is, and that's the head triad. So that's going to be type five, six, and seven. So your fives are um, the the investigator. So I have a friend of mine who's a five, and so whenever I go to purchase something, I'll ask him because they are going like if if I need a lawnmower, I'm going to go to the store and I'm just going to figure out one, and I may look at one or two. A type five is going to look at every lawnmower that is available. They're going to look at all of their ratings. They're going to start by looking at the negative ratings because they want to have all the information that they can. Yes. Fives. uh, I love fives. Um, A friend of mine, Cody Causey, um, is a five. And he talks about how, like, before I knew the Enneagram, if Cody was at a party or something or you were to get together, like, he'd be sitting off to himself and it would seem like something was wrong. But he's really having a great time. Like fives don't need the approval of other people. They kind of have the mindset of I can take care of myself. Everybody else should be able to do the same. Um, fives are, are uh, cerebr- the cerebral type. They love to read. They love to acquire knowledge. 
Uh, but they can, they're the ones that can be sitting by themselves and they may not be laughing out loud, but they're, they're having a wonderful time. They, they need alone time to recharge. Mm. Um, they're like, they're like walking, uh, power bank battery power banks like they can come out and they're going to give you everything they got but when they need to need to recharge they need to be alone they gotta they gotta go and and they have to to plug in away from people uh type six um which sixes are just favorite my sister's six thank you said i'm married to six absolutely yes yeah and sixes are the ones who came up with the survival kits um you know because my sister's a six and so when we go on road trips you know if we're like hey we're we're thinking about you know um going we're gonna go this route and she's like okay and i'm like you know we're probably gonna get gas up here and she's like no no, no we can't get gas up here i'm like why why can't we she goes because that looks like something that's on an episode of cops and if we go there we may get hepatitis <laughs> and and it, you just can't go to that truck stop man bad stuff happens there keep us safe yes keep us safe and sixes are actually low-key funny man oh yeah. like sixes are some of the funniest people chip, ever chip is a six yep and you yes. dude if you could have seen him at that wedding a couple weeks ago yeah oh my gosh he was just dancing he was comfortable he was safe we were all like yes who is this (laughs) tapped into that seven side absolutely yeah sixes are they're they're treasures man they're the ones that um you know if you're on an airplane with a six and you know if if any of you've ever seen bridesmaids i know that's not the the best churchy movie but (laughs) we'll allow uh, it here you're among friends yes the the lady on the plane that's talking about there's a colonial uh, yes there that she's talking about the i saw this in a a dream and this plane is going to crash and we're going to die it's like that that is like a six and as someone who's married to a six i will defend them and say that we do tend to go worst case scenario and pick on them but they keep the world moving they keep us safe and keep things going uh i've heard i think it's ian morgan cron said they 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 hypothesize that six is the most common number. Yes. There's the most sixes, and that's kind of the mm-hmm. p- main part of society yes. of doing that for sure. And then I just laugh as my own wife and figuring these things out of why she is the way that she is and the, yep. all the different stuff of going into it. But mm-hmm. now I can appreciate when she's yes. discerning about somebody. She yep. we go, and I don't think the best of everybody and believe they're going to do it. They're, they're never going to do that. Yes. Like, what and as 12 years into marriage knowing her for a long time i yep. was like she's normally right <laughs> she normally can tell right. she's very good at telling yes. and, and intuit intuiting intuiting that's yes. what word. no intuition in into intuitive it. yeah she's intuitive how yes. we go let's go with that but, um, yes absolutely and, and they are treasures man everyone needs every type in their life but sixes really do bring a lot to the world they're the ones that kind of uh, keep us all grounded by the fact that like bad things can happen they kind of look wait maybe too many steps ahead yeah. but love six is uh type seven uh which is we've kind of rolled back around yep all the way around um, the circle my oldest is a seven my son and i'll kind of share a story as i talk about sevens they are they're dreamers man they always have these ideas you know my son is a seven he's wanted to play hockey and basketball and badminton and everything and he just he loves the world man sevens they are the class clowns they are the ones that want to make everybody laugh they Uh, don't like to sit in pain you know trying Mm -hmm. to get a seven to talk about their feelings is almost as difficult as trying to get a type three to talk about their feelings yep um and the enneagram has helped me as a parent because my son is a type seven um there was one time we had gone to eat at el chico uh which r.i.p to to all the other (laughs) ones except the one on burt coons rip yes and then we went to uh go to tinseltown to go see a movie we're going to see spider-man and so we'd gone to eat dinner 
we go to the concession stand. He gets popcorn, he gets candy, he gets an icy, and we sit down. The movie previews have not started yet. Like it's still in like the movie phone quiz yeah, type yeah. stuff. Maria Menudo. And he looks, yes, and he looks over at me and he goes, "Hey, Dad, where are we going after this?" Dude, the eight and me wanted to just punch him right in the face because my son wasn't being ungrateful. <laughs> That's how he's wired. Right. He is. Where are we going next? What are we going to do after this? And the Enneagram has helped me with that because now I understand that I have to give him a space to have those dreams, man, and just and not be a dream crusher and not say, dude, you're not going to do that. Because most of the time, the things, that, the, the, the shenanigans he kind of comes up with, he's not going to follow through with. He's just being a kid. S- sevens are like Peter Pan. Like they, hmm. they never want to grow up. And uh, it's, it's just really helped me because uh, sevens can be difficult because it seems like they don't take anything serious. Right. You know, a lot Jordan of. Jordan and I work for a seven. Yes. We know, I work we for know two sevens. That. That's sure. right. That's Posey's right. a seven too. Another yes. one. That's right. So absolutely. There are challenges of that, but they are inspirational and they oh, see yes. things and can move the ball forward in ways other people can't. Yes. And like you said earlier, most pastors are eight sevens or threes. Is that yes. right? Mm-hmm. And so Justin definitely is that full seven. Having he a can, meeting with a seven is like. You have a 30-minute meeting with them, and then they walk out, and it's like, so what are we doing? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're, they're like, uh, uh, no matter how, what age they are, they're, they're always puppies. And so if you bring a puppy home a new toy, and, and it's got like a little chewy ice cream cone, he's going to love it. But then if you hand that puppy a little tug rope, he's going to do that. And they just wag their the tails. The next thing. And Absolutely. They are, uh, they're, they're treasures because they, they can light up a room. Um, but they can be frustrating to be in relationship with because mm-hmm. they they talk about doing something. Se- sevens are the ones that they just can't sit still. They're like, I, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Uh, but then they may forget. You know, Your seven friends are the ones that probably aren't calling you back. It's not done with malice. <laughs> the, as a six would think, oh, my God, they must be dead in a ditch. The seven is like, they, they just forgot to call you back. And yeah, I have busy. To, yes, because a, a lot of sevens struggle with ADHD mm-hmm. uh, or ADD and so my wife and I, it's helped us parent because if I ask my son, you know, hey, buddy, will you take the trash out when we're gone? If he does not, and not this isn't just men, ladies. I know y'all think this is all <laughs> of us. But if he doesn't do it right, then he will forget. But it was not because he was lazy. It's not because it was ill intent. It was just he, he forgot. Yeah. And that's where I think knowing these now, and again, we're going to do a short podcast. There's way more in depth of this. We're yes. going to put resources in the show notes. We want you to dive into it. If this is something that interests you, mm-hmm. this is really just a primer. We want to give you an open, just first kind of shot across the bow. If you've yes. heard people talk about this and not really dug into it, it is a great way to get going. But I think for me of knowing that seven, that is not personal. It's not offending mm-hmm. you. It's not trying to hurt you. You cannot assume the worst when you know and understand better about people who they are. Jordan is going to be blunt. I've worked with Jordan now for a couple of years closer and he's yes. going to tell you he's not going to sugarfoot around and go be able to just kind of yep. make it sugarcoated where he's going to yep. help you know what to do. He's going to tell you. And so it's like for me sometimes I was like, wow, Jordan, okay. <laughs> yes. <But> it's, <laughs> I appreciate he's going to tell the truth. I don't have to I've guess gotten, what he's thinking. I've gotten, you, better. I'm I've gotten way on. better where I'm like, do I really need to say this right now? And that's growth. I don't think so. That's yeah. health. That's movement for you, Andy. Credit to Andy for that. Because if you didn't yeah. listen to the first one, Andy is Jordan's counselor. So mm. yeah. Good credit. Credit to the Holy Spirit. Because, mm. you know, one of the things that, that I, the best advice I've ever been given as an eight came from uh, a sermon I was watching from Pastor Jimmy Evans uh, from Gateway and now Trinity Fellowship out in Amarillo. Awesome uh, man of God. Was everything that is said needs to be true, but everything that is true doesn't need to be said. Mm. 
you type eights out there. That's a game changer. <laughs> Just because it is true doesn't mean that you have to speak it, especially if you're not asked. And as some of you listen to this, you think to yourself, I've never speak anything. There's things I do need to speak up and say, yep. but I'm too reserved or quiet. I'm not somebody yep. that's going to confront somebody. And there's different levels of that. There's different health part of that. And the Enneagram just gives you ways to work through that and do it. And especially with other people, right? Yes. Because we think we're right. We mm-hmm. think the way that we do things is the way, yes. and we see everybody that should conform and work in our way, mm-hmm. and so this helps you and gives you reminders of they're not like you. Yes. <laughs> Just because you think something doesn't mean it is the only way, yeah. and it can help you to understand, to empathize better, to be able to use the Enneagram, to know and understand people that, again, snap judgments, and there's different layers to this and go through. One thing I want to hit on before we get going is wings, right, is this next level down. So yes. if you're an Enneagram six, so my wife, yep. she can be a six. And she's a friend who's a six and they present very differently. They have things in common, but my wife wings seven. She can go and be fun. She taps and kind of depends more on that side where her friend wings five and is more analytical, more quiet and research based, like you said. Mm -hmm. And so even if you're the same number as somebody else, as you dig into it, there's these different layers and kind of going through and moving. So it's a lot. We cannot dive into it. We'll be here for hours with you, Andy, but we would love for you to do that. So if you have one thing, they're going to start. Do you have something you recommend somewhere to go? Yes. Okay. What is it? Absolutely. The road back to you that's what i was going to say too that's always it's a great book wonderful get the audio book you don't like to read watch him on youtube he has a youtube channel that has Mm -hmm. tons of great stuff all this will be in the show notes he is really just kind of helped put the enneagram on there richard Rohr was actually the first one i read uh, Mm -hmm. the spiritual path yes i think it's one of those we'll put it in there but that was the one that i read early on yeah and then it wrote back to you is really just the beginner level. It helps you to really understand, wrap around it. You can read it, put notes in it. Mm-hmm. Again, listen to the audiobook if you're not a reader, but it is a great opening way. And again, even if you're not ready to read, Jordan. Mm. Yeah. YouTube. Go on YouTube. Ian Morgan yep. Cron, look up his channel. It is a great way to do that and do it. And so Andy, yes. as an Enneagram coach, as a counselor, do you have people that come to you specifically for Enneagram? Do you do stuff to help with that? Is it just part of your it's kind it's, of counseling. Yeah, it's a part of okay. it. It depends on why they're coming in. So if I'm doing premarital counseling, yeah. man, it's a tool I like to equip them with. Uh, yep. If couples come in and they're having communication issues, I, I will introduce them to it. Now, some people buy into it. Some people don't. Um, you know, because if someone's coming in for something really upsetting, it's not the time. But uh, when it comes to communication, I cannot stress enough, the Enneagram is a tool to just better help you communicate with one yourself and then everyone around you. So uh, I haven't had anyone specifically come in for it, but I have a lot of people that have read my bio on our website or know that I do Enneagram coaching, and they do want that incorporated into their their journey because um, knowing about ourselves, because I want to say this real quick. I know we're running out of time. Yeah, The Enneagram is not a weapon. You should not type people. You know, right. you, you shouldn't say, well, they're a type two, so they do this, or they're a type They're five. always, right, that yes. emphatic language. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to be careful because the Enneagram can, can be very abusive if people, because it, it makes people feel like they're being put in a box. Mm. And the whole goal of it is to be a lot like each type. And Ian Cron, in, in one of uh, his seminars I took, you know, because he's he's a uh, he is a Christian, and he says, you know, people ask him what type is Jesus, and he says Jesus is the best of all types. Mm. And so, understanding more about each other type allows me to be able to extend grace. Because some people in this world, it is more difficult to extend grace to than the others. I'm and, sure nobody listening has that problem. Yeah, Everybody's nobody. just full of just grace, me, forgiving, understanding, right, yeah. empathetic. You don't have a boss or anybody you work with that you yep. can't stand, and mm-hmm. nobody's like that. But if you did, that would be, that, that would be it, yes. theoretically. 
Yeah. So it's, it's helped a lot of clients, my, my couples that buy into it and want to, uh, there's so, there's a guy named Dr. Tom LaHue. He's the one who actually did my certification. Uh, he is a phenomenal, he's a Christian, he's a pastor in, uh, uh, Port Orange, Florida, and he, he incorporates Christianity and scripture into a lot of his stuff. And so, uh, he's a good resource. He's on YouTube, a lot of free stuff. But, um, you know, being able to just know the Enneagram, you will not regret it. But if you if you know that you're not in a season where you're willing to really dive into it, just wait until you are, you know, because if, if you're just going to take an online test, which I don't even recommend, yeah. um, you you know, there's, there's coaches who do appointments online and do typing. Um, but don't just take an, a, a test and say, oh, well, I tested as a six. There's a way more to it than that. You're really cheating yourself out of growth if if that's what you do. Uh, and again, if anybody does want specific counseling for it or, or uh, guidance, I'm happy to do that. But um, it is is a tool that you will not regret purchasing. Absolutely. In your new year, you're looking to do something to live with no regrets. That's one book we highly recommend would help you with that. And Andy, thank you for coming on. Thanks for your time. Yes, glad to be here. So if you want to get in touch with Andy, Clint Davis Counseling, we work with them and refer with Simple Church. So if you were looking to get into counseling, you're ready to take a step. Andy is available and we'll link on the website so you can find out more about Clint Davis and the other counselors there. We would love for you to do that and take that step this year. And we appreciate the time talking about Enneagram. We hope this is helpful. If you've somebody that's maybe been a little skeptical, if you heard people talk about it and never really dug in this is the time start 2023 make your life better we want to help you with that and thanks for listening to this episode jordan thank you sir thanks for bringing andy on amen absolutely you got a session with andy right now yeah i asked if you wanted to just do it on the air and you declined yeah that's right some some people won't want that uh, tyler wouldn't appreciate that. yeah uh for sure so thanks for listening you're always right tyler that's mm, maybe not always but probably more than jordan most of the time yeah that's right so we hope you subscribe pick my battles helping you more this new year with no regrets as the backstage podcast continues make sure you go check out the messages if you haven't seen them on the simple church youtube channel we hope you have a great week bye-bye